Well, hello. This is the Oversimplified Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Moore. So if you've never listened to this podcast, it's probably because it's the first episode. And today, I am joined by the owner of the Usually Right, Probably Wrong podcast, Jesse Cantu. And also, I am joined by a person that owns no podcast, but has some pretty good, I would say some pretty good opinions on sports. And his name is Salsby. Let's give it up for so, both of them. Uh, nobody's here to actually clap for you, so I'm sorry for that. But I'll do it for the podcast. There we go. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast, boys. No, I'm no stranger to pat myself on the back. Dude, yeah. my own horn, if you will. For sure, for sure. All right, so basically, if y'all don't know, um, which of course you wouldn't know because this is the first episode, this podcast will mostly be things about sports, things that are in the news, things like that. Um, just some guys talking. It'll sometimes be friends Jesse and Salisbury over here, sometimes other people. Uh, just have to tune in uh, every week. We'll be doing this weekly, and we'll see if we can do it more periodically after that. Uh, but we're going to start out just weekly. And so today is July 17th of 2020. It's been a long year, but let's talk about it, boys. Baseball is back in one week. It's yes, insane. Sir. The Braves so, are going to win the World Series. Braves are definitely going to win the World I am Series. I am a uncloseted Braves fan. Uncloseted. Have been my entire life. Very uh, nice. Love them to death. What's your? What are y'all looking for, forward most to as far as what's going to happen in the season? Uh, if it finishes, yeah, <laughs> that would be my that would be my thing. Um, I am interested to see how how many players miss time due to the coronavirus and really how that affects. Um, I think I think depth is going to be huge. That's why I think the teams like uh, the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Rays and the Braves are probably my top four teams because the Yankees proved last year that they can win without their studs. Mm-hmm. And the Rays constantly pump out these talented players out of nowhere, as do the Dodgers. And the, Yank- and the Braves arguably have the best farm system in baseball. So those would be my four teams that I would – that's why I'm big on those four teams, just because of the depth. The Houston Astros, if their guys go down, they're screwed. Yeah. Um, the Rangers, if their guys go down, they're screwed. No farm system there. Um, Oakland, um, Cleveland, uh, Minnesota, Chicago, all these teams in the American League I think are really going to have a tough time if they can't keep their guys on the field. So that will be really interesting to me. Um, also, Rob Manfred said he might even force teams to drop out if too many of their players get the coronavirus, which yeah. is pretty wild. Which is one of the things that I was going to ask you for this entire thing to work, there's 60 games. It's going to be a sprint. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But for those 60 games, if somebody gets COVID, they're quarantined for at least two weeks. We don't know if they get COVID and they don't develop symptoms and they actually have COVID for maybe three to possibly four weeks. Mm-hmm. I know one person that was quarantined for almost a little bit over a month. No. Yep. So these guys are going in, and let's just be honest. I mean, these teams that we're talking about that have – you know, some stars on the team, they have one two guy, one or two guys go down. That could change the entire complexion of the season. I mean, what are the Astros with – let's look at the Astros lineup if, let's say, Bregman and uh, Altuve get the coronavirus. Who is playing yeah. third base? Tyler White. <laughs> uh, no, he's not on the team anymore. He's on the Dodgers. Really? He's on the Dodgers? Yeah, right? he's on the Dodgers. He got he went there last year, and and uh, the Dodgers were like, this guy sucks. So they wow. put him in AAA. Um, <laughs> but I guess I mean, the, the starting third baseman would be like Yuli Gurriel. Possibly. And Aledmus Diaz would play second, and then I don't know who's playing first. 
freaking probably throw Justin Verlander out there. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's anything. That's the thing. Probably, probably Kyle Tucker. Honestly, they would probably have to throw him over probably. there. Um, maybe Josh Reddick. But that's the problem with those teams. Whereas if Freddie, like Freddie Freeman, has COVID right now and he's back, but uh, I mean they they Joe have. Joe Gallo also had it. Yeah, but the the thing with the Braves is Freddie Freeman goes down. Okay. We can't replace the MVP candidate that Brad Freeman is, but we've got some good players we can put over there. Austin Riley can hit. Yeah. Adam Duvall can hit. Um, so. That's the thing. And then the Braves, I mean, death. So they went and signed Yasiel Puig. So now they have five really good outfielders. We've got yeah. Yasiel Puig, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Adam Duvall, Ender Enciarte, Matt Joyce. They've got so much depth. And then Christian Pache and Drew Waters down in the minors. These teams that have the depth, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, uh, the New York Yankees, and the Los Angeles Dodgers have the most depth of anybody. The uh, thing with Puig, though, is he's not going to be able to be start, ready to start for the season. He's been out. He's not been practicing with any teams. He gets signed yeah. with Atlanta, automatically gets COVID. He has to quarantine. He's asymptomatic, but he still has to quarantine until he's done. We have no idea how long that's going to be. Yeah. So just those, those kind of things are very interesting to see how that's actually going to play out. But one thing that's also happening in two weeks is the NBA season. And the NBA has been decided that they're going to come back. They're a lot less messy than the baseball MLBPA. I think they're more set up for success than the MLB is because I think the MLB, I think the NBA was smart when they came up with this bubble idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's really smart because unless these dudes break the bubble, which I think they're going to, but uh, they're they're NBA players and NBA players might be, I mean, they're dumber than football players and football players get popped in the (laughs) face every day. So I don't know how they are, but they are, but. Um, I think with this bubble, I think I think the NBA season finishes. I really do. Very much. So. Um, I also think the NBA players want to play more than the MLB players do. Um, I think the MLB players are a little skeptical of this, and I can see the MLB season shutting down. But I don't see the NBA shutting down at all. And I'm very excited. Um, I'm both a Mavericks fan because I'm a hometown guy. And I'm a Celtics fan because whenever I was like seven, I asked my uncle who we were rooting for between a Celtics-Cavs game, and he didn't like LeBron, so he asked uh, asked me to uh, – uh, he he said that we were rooting for the Celtics, and I was like, okay, and then I just became a Celtics fan. Um, yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at at this point. But I'm excited for both of those teams. I think the Western Conference is wild. I think anybody except for the Jazz and Grizzlies could make a run at it in the West, and that will be interesting. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about the fact that Adam Silver, he was kind of on the hot seat the last couple of years, just he was, you know, being a part of the progressive movement as far as just how the NBA operates and all that stuff. He was kind of on a hot seat, mm-hmm. seeing as different things, just the way he handled a couple of things. He really redeemed himself with how he made this season just pop back up, mm-hmm. really worked with the players really well, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter protest, everything. He's really redeemed himself over this entire course just with how he's gotten the NBA season back and running, how he's developed the bubble. Um, and, of course, it, it's a lot more than Adam Silver, but he's the one that actually gets the rise and the fall out of it. I oh think God. that Adam Silver, what what a lot of people don't give him enough credit for, is he has everyone convinced that they're winning. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if you look at the NBA, the owners are happy, mm-hmm. the players are happy, yeah, right. and the fans are happy. Yeah. Um, and that is unbelievable. I've never heard of all three parties being happy and enjoying uh, playing and enjoying what's going on in the season because usually one of those three is ticked off about something because mm-hmm. the owners are still making a ton of money and the players are making a ton of money and the fans 
right now, now that we've gotten rid of that Warrior Super Team and that Heat Super Team, yeah. Yeah. this is the most parody we've seen in a while. Yeah. I mean, sure, it, the popular pick is one of the LA teams versus the Bucks, but yeah. you're not going to be surprised. I mean, the Mavericks, the Cel- the Celtics, the Rockets, the Raptors, the Heat, the 76ers, the Nuggets, yeah. um, the Thunder. I mean, oh, these are all good teams that can make runs to the playoffs, and we've never seen that this many teams uh, be this good at the same time in one season. That, that's that's one of the parts that I'm really excited about is that the you have a whole bunch of people. First of all, this is the most um, unbiased, very balanced season that we've seen in a while. It's a pretty level Just playing field. Level playing field across the board. But you also now get a whole bunch of guys that now have played an entire season, have chemistry together, have all this mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and now they get a two, three-month, or however long it was as far as a rest. Mm-hmm. They're coming back firing on all cylinders. This is gonna be some of the, this is gonna be go. probably possibly gonna be some of the highest level basketball we've seen oh, in a while. Very much so. I, I but going back to that parody thing, we've gotten away from big threes and gone to dynamic all star duos. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. Yep. Kimball Walker and Jason Tatum. Yep. Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. LeBron and AD. Um, Luca and K- K- Chris Porzingis. Yes, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. There is so many people. There's just so many duos, and I'm missing some. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. I'll even say Jamal Murray's not an All Star, but he's up. He's he's going to yeah. be there soon. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul and Shea Gilgis Alexander for the Thunder, mm-hmm. uh, for the Heat. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Everyone has All Star duos. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. When everybody has uh, duos like that, it's harder to pick because now, now the onus is on who has the most depth. Who has the most guys that can kind of get in there and really uh, contribute Contribute yeah. for their team? Yeah. Um, I'm not high on the Bucks. I'll be honest with you, because I don't think they know what they're doing. And I spoke about, I'll, I'll be quick with this, because I spoke about it on my podcast. Um, the yeah, usually go right, probably wrong right. podcast. Yeah, usually right, probably wrong. We're just going to put some free advertising in there. Um, uh, but I spoke about, I don't think the Bucks know what they're doing with rotations. And that has always been my beef with uh, their coach, Mike Budenholzer, even when he was with the Hawks. He, to me, does not put the right people on the, on the court. So as we play basketball together. Who would you say was, we both kind of agree that Coach Casey, the freshman and now JV coach at Kennedale, was the best coach. Oh, yes. When so it you comes to the last minute people. play or something like that? Be the, well, the, not, not even that. I'm talking about. The rotations. Oh, he oh, had yeah. the magic touch. When he put somebody in, that person, that person would go off. Yeah. He was perfect at rotations. Yeah, Mike Budenholzer is the opposite of that. He continues to start Wesley Matthews, and he continues to give very a lot of minutes to Kyle Korver and Robin Lopez, who are not going to fit what the Bucks are going to do. Kyle Korver should only be on the court when they need a three. Yeah. He should be there on inbounds plays and like with set plays run for him, and then you need to get him out of there because he cannot defend at an NBA level anymore. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, He's just not there. In my opinion, Wesley Matthews shouldn't get any playing time either because I think he's terrible at basketball. <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo should start. And if you don't oh, know who yeah. Dante DiVincenzo is, go look at his Villanova highlights when they won the national championship two years ago. Him and Jalen Brunson were a dynamic he went duo. off. Dante DiVincenzo didn't start, although uh, because Phil Booth, a uh, junior who just uh, J- Coach Jay Wright loved, he got the starting job. But everyone knows Dante DiVincenzo was better than Phil Booth. But Dante DiVincenzo came off the bench. And was essentially their sixth star. He was the best sixth man I've ever seen in college basketball. Yeah. And he averaged, like, what, 30 points a game in the Final Four? He's crazy. And he's arguably the Bucks' best defender. He leads them in steals. And uh, he's got averaging almost a block a game. He's incredible, tenacious. He can shoot up the dribble, which is what you want with uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. So that's what – if the, if the Bucks figure out their rotations, 
they're my finals pick. Yeah. But if they continue to uh, roll like they have been rolling, then uh, they are <clears throat> they are going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been just a little sample thing to just get y'all to the understanding of what the Oversimplified podcast yeah. will look like. If y'all are really interested in see, hearing this kind of content, then I would encourage you to come back. And if you aren't, just act like it never happened. Um, so uh, we'll be seeing you next week, uh, probably towards the end of part of the week, but hopefully we'll be able to get somebody up here so that we can talk sports with y'all. So excited to see it. And yeah, this has been the Oversimplified Podcast from Dallas Baptist University.